Hey, and welcome to another edition of The Wake Up Late with Dougie Shaw. I'm your host, Dougie Almeida, coming to you from Simpsonville, South Carolina, where I'm uh, blending in every day. So uh, welcome to the show. Uh, took a couple weeks off, uh, got some work done, and, uh, you know, who knows. But uh, we will have another show here in the end of August. It'll be uh, regular here on the show, Mr. Steve Mudflap McGrew. And uh, we thank Brian Dunkelman, who was the original co-host of the American Idol and comic friend and uh so we're gonna see the three of us gonna get together <clears throat> pretty much at the end of the month stay tuned for that uh but today is a great show and you know honestly I, I even mentioned to everybody on the show today on the pre-show a little weird day a lot of crying today <clears throat> i don't know why the sorrow hit me hard today but uh uh i <laughs> you know it, it is what it is man and here we are so couldn't think of a person to probably be more important for me to speak to today one because he's funny as shit number two he's a good friend of mine and b he is a man of faith i would say and uh, i think all those three wrap up perfectly in the trilogy of our guest today mr sean grant is with us today what's up brother yo what up dougie how you doing brother <clears throat> yeah you know i was i was i was uh i was flipping through my intro there you know what i mean because like I mentioned before the show, it was one of those weird days, you know, like I was just trying to keep keep myself in in a rhythm, you know? Yeah, so, uh, man. Oh, dude, I, and you're one of the people, man, I'm grateful. I forget how long I've been doing comedy, but like, <laughs> like I've, I've known you at least 10 years, bro, at least, right? Yeah. It's got to be. At this point. Yeah. So, yeah, dude, it's like, you know, I, I'm, I'm glad that I get to reconnect with a buddy, man. Like we knew each other way back in the South Florida days. I've seen you all over the country. I'm proud of you. I love what you're doing in all these festivals, man, and killing the game. So, yeah, Thanks, man. I, I'm glad to be back, man. I, I was on the show. It had to be like four years ago or maybe yeah. more. Yeah, I remember being yeah. on Waking Up with Double A with Dougie a while back. Yeah, and I, we're, I think we were Zooming at that time, or if not, we probably were in the studio uh, back in Florida. Yeah, I remember I was in a studio apart. I was in like a tiny, that's how I remember the time frame. Cause I, yeah. not that I'm in a bigger place now, it's not much bigger. But I got AC, you know, and so it's not as terrible. But I remember, yeah, I was in the back of a, a Mexican family's house, basically. It was like a one bedroom. Oh, wow, dude. Yeah. Yeah. Well, oh, I'm yeah. glad you're in better, I, I'm glad your living arrangements are uh, much more apropos. Nothing, yeah. you know, nothing more important than that. Nothing more important than that, dude. I, like, you know, I, I moved here to South Carolina, you know, when my yeah. wife passed, a lot of people are going to come back to Florida. I'm like, what are you nuts? It's beautiful up here. You know, yeah. it's like quiet, no traffic. People are polite. They're sweet. You know, you know, my neighbors were bringing me food and all this stuff when all this happened and all the support. Well, yeah. Meanwhile, my wife's family was taking shit out of my house. That's another story. But um, <laughs> we're going to we're going to eventually talk about that. And uh uh, yeah. But not on today's show. Um, well, dude, the, I think one one of the funny moments was uh, you were headlining the El Paso comic strip. Oh, and, yeah. Uh, and Aiko Tanaka was there, right? Very funny young lady. She was your feature. So I got to meet her. Yeah. And, oh, and that was like my audition. That was my audition to, to get in front of uh, Bart there and see if I can get some work. Yeah, yeah. I, have, you, have you been back there? Or, or, I, that was a while. Once. Back. 
wants to. Yeah, yeah, dude, it's fun to be there, man. Fun to be there. Yeah. Aiko's funny. She's Japanese. Very, very funny girl. She, I can do my wife bit, and she first her first line when she gets oh, yeah. like, "Oh, so, you, so you met my husband?" <laughs> ah! <laughs> I I on my wife. That. that was great. Oh, dude. But dude, that yeah, was the no, first. That was there. There was a moment in that time. I don't know if you, I have a joke. It's called the wet fact joke, and I told that joke there <clears throat> that weekend when I was with you. And to this day, it's the biggest laugh I ever got, which happened. You know, the joke is a wordplay on wet back, wet back. Uh, uh, and I was nervous to tell that joke that weekend, A, because I'm auditioning, and B, there was like 200 Mexican U.S. military men from the, from the base. And I thought I was going to get my ass kicked. Uh, but I told the joke, and it fucking killed. So uh, all part of a, all oh, part of a, a weekend we spent together. You're badass, dude. You're fearless. You used to uh, do Muay Thai, right? Is that right? Or sometimes yeah. I know this uh, martial arts, so you ain't worried about it. Yeah, you know that's a good thing. Even well, I just had my knee operated on, so I'm a bit I'm not capable at the moment. If somebody, anybody can kick my ass, so this is this is like the yeah, the eye of the hurricane where you can come up to uh, Dougie and beat my ass for the next couple of weeks. <laughs> my, my knees will just, just take out. I'll listen. Now they're all gonna. You. Yeah, well, that, now they're all going to be aiming from the right knee, dude. And they're going to catch the oh, fucking left hook or the. Or the I'm about to say, yeah, don't say so which knee it is. Oh shit! <laughs> <laughs> no, they, going for the I'll right give it knee. to them. I, I'll even let them. How, how about you, dude? Were you ever a fighter? I mean, you, you, you ever a fighter? Were you ever a guy who uh, got into confrontations much and had a you know go to fisticuffs? Had a you know. You know what? I, I was in. Uh, I would go to boxing gyms with my boy. He was a Golden Gloves champion, and he did karate too. Uh, my friend Joseph Floyd, um, Godfather, both his kids. I can't fight. I was too fat to box um, because I couldn't make the you know weight discipline is a big deal in, in boxing. Yeah. Uh, but I would hold pads and I would spar a little bit. Uh, but I'm really good. Here's the thing: if you don't want to fight, you gotta blitz with your mouth. You gotta like motherfucker. Like I, I do that really good, and then people. Yeah. You know, I go all out in the first. I don't let yeah. the confrontation build because now the other guy's really like he's probably looking at me, analyzing, going, "I, can, I, I think I can kick this guy's ass." But if you blitz and really bring it all at once, then they usually back down. And I'm pretty fast too, just in case. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, <laughs> you know, listen, uh, and it, it, you have to do what you got to do. You know, I, I, similar to that, like I would. Since I was the confident one, if you were, you know, you were the guy and they're going, bah, 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 and I'd be, I'm the guy sitting in the back going, you know what I mean? Like when, when, <laughs> when, when, when this is, when this is over, let, you know, and, but you know, I would, but my, to avoid confrontation, I would use humor. A lot of times I'm like, look, man, uh, you know, don't make it, don't make another bad mistake today besides the shirt you're wearing. <laughs> You know, because if you want to go to if you, if you want to go to blows with me, dude, it's not going to end well. I can promise you. It's not, you know, oh, man. I don't know how fucked up I'm going to get. Yeah. Ever have a heckler? No, a heckler that's tried to fight, like get physical with you? Talking about a shirt or anything like that? Nah, I had a, I had a comic, a fellow comic, this crazy attorney dude out of Palm Beach who was doing comedy for a while, and he, he was saying shit, and he started what? throwing my merch onto the stage. It was uh, in a Boynton what? Beach, uh, Lake uh, Lake Worth. It was a show in Lake Worth. And um, oh, yeah, the guy who started throwing my shit on stage, and he came up. He was like a tall, he was, he was really, he was psychotic. The guy was you know, fucking had issues. So he came walking, he came like six, three tall guy. You know, he came, he came like, like walking towards the stage. And, and I basically took the uh, mic stand. I had it like, you know, you hold it like this. 
<clears throat> but I basically <laughs> just kind of did a little, I just kind of did a little, you know, and like, Ooh. like, we came, if you would have came up out of El Caban, you know, like just, just, yeah. like ass out. You know. that melon, homeboy. Dang. <laughs> you got crazy. something to say? What's up? Think, think about oh, the, think about, think about some of the comics who got on stage. You know, Ariel is a young comedian out of Jersey. She was the girl who got yeah. the beer can thrown at her by a fucking MAGA uh type person or uh, you know trumpy in the audience in jersey and she ended up getting on the uh you know on uh kimmel she ended up doing uh, getting a spot on kimmel from that uh oh, that shit. interaction wait a minute now you got me having yeah. ideas man i need to get my ass yeah. kicked uh <laughs> 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 some water at me or something man. Shit, i'm gonna have to stage it <laughs> yeah did you see cardi b get pissed and throw the mic at the uh did you see that oh. uh, that just came out too Dude, she did that like two nights in a row. The first night she hit her DJ for playing the wrong song, and then she hits a fan. Man, yeah. I, I mean, hopefully, you know, shit, to get some money. I'll take that. I take. Yeah. It sounded like it hit good too. It sounded like a boop, like a like a Chris Rock mic drop, like a really hard. Yeah, pow. it was it, it was a it was a thump. It was a thump, and yeah. You know, and and everybody kept talk. Everybody kept talking about how she was obviously lip syncing because she kept you kept hearing her voice on on the on the coming through the speakers. Oh, wow. uh, yeah, yeah. Are you yeah, are you a Cardi B fan? Are you a Cardi B fan, Sean? No, I like her ass. I don't know her music that much. <laughs> I think her, her yeah. ass is great. I think that's part of. It. I think most people like ass. I think uh, I don't know if it's yeah. I mean, she's not, a, not that it, it matters. Yeah, I mean, you know, listen, let's all assume that's all assume it's real. And uh, I will agree, you know, obviously, <laughs> obviously, obviously a body that would be is built for speed, as my one friend used to say, uh, you know, which meant, yeah. you know, pop, 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 pounding and uh, <laughs> definitely. And, and you know what? I, I've always I always like I always like the person that comes from nothing to something. So from a stripper, yeah. you know, to to a recording artist, God bless that jump. But uh, but uh, yeah, there's there's something missing there. I, when you, you know, make it, when uh, you assume you make an ass out of you and Cardi B. That's right. That's the new saying. <laughs> yeah, and you end up with a fucking microphone on your head. Um, <laughs> yeah. Well, absolutely. Uh, yeah, listen. A lot of people. I had a friend that told me she was worried about that. Like, you ever get attacked? Like, you know, I mean, do you worry about that? Do you, do you think uh, do I have to, do I have to actually pre you prepare? Do you mentally get prepared in case somebody comes up on you? You know, luckily, man, 18 years of doing this shit, nothing. I did have a guy at Swamp Grass Willies. I don't know if you remember this spot. Uh, this lady named Treese used to run it down in South Florida. Um, Artist Treese. But, yeah, some guy, um, you know, but I never felt endangered, but he walked up to the stage and big biker dude. And I was messing with them because they were talking in the back by the bar, you know, and I didn't think they could hear me but they were disrupting the show a little bit. <laughs> but I had enough of the audience to where I could mimic, like lip sync their conversation and right. kind of get this crowd into it while not, you know, not, not making them shut up. So I was just like, you know, saying stuff like, oh man, I can't wait to get out of here and have sex with my sister, whatever. You know, I'm, I'm mimicking <laughs> their, and it looks like the conversation they're having because yeah. I'm matching their yeah. energy. And one yeah, of them, brilliant. without even breaking, he just like, Turns like he, I didn't think you hear me. Turns, walks to the stage, picks me up by the shoulder, uh -oh. and puts me down. And <laughs> that was it. But he, he started laughing. He just picked me up, and then I froze. Nobody did nothing. It was black people, everybody. And then the joke happened. <laughs> I was like, "Why didn't y'all help me? Like, what was wrong with y'all?" You know? Yeah. And then I made fun of the black folk because 
Black people won't help you. They'd be like, well, he shouldn't. I didn't tell him to do that. You know, I, I ain't he must have been intimidating. <laughs> he must have been intimidating yeah. shit. Uh, uh, or you thought it was part of the show. Now, now that's interesting right. that, you know, you're you're in that moment where now a big man's coming to you on stage. I'm going to share another story with you. It involves Cisco, actually, the comic of a, of oh, a potential yeah. big scene. Yeah. And uh, same thing. So anyway, so and, and you but the man came up to you and put his hands on you. You didn't like, you know, like, what the fuck? You didn't slap him. Right. You just no, let the man. No struggle. You know what? It was like because I looked in his eye. It didn't seem like he was. Uh, I've been in fights before that. And it seemed like he was there because he picked me up. But it was like almost like he hugged me a little bit and put me down. Yeah. But the hug was just he was big, like you said, like I'm on stage okay. and he's big yeah, enough well. to be like just like, you know, like a foot taller than me or like half a foot while I'm on stage. Not a big stage, but yeah, <laughs> yeah. pick me up, man. And but for some reason, I never felt hmm. like if he had been rushing me. Or if I felt, yeah, yeah. I don't know, you, you know, when you're on stage and you just feel like you're in a zone, like you can sense energy in a way. So I didn't feel in danger no. for any reason. I just yeah, felt you, like. You, you did. You, you, you read, you read, you read the, like the mannerisms, you know what I mean? Uh, you, you didn't, you weren't racist and go look at this white cracker ass fucking, you right. know, uh, hill, hillbilly motherfucker going to try to come at, you know. And, right. and, and think he's rocky he thinks he's rocky you know and he's gonna be <laughs> apollo creed tonight and you know but right. you, you, you sensed you look through and said ah this guy's just you know what's he what's he gonna do you just had that feeling. right and it actually helped the show because it gave that rant like everybody was quiet even the bar quieted down what the hell is that and <laughs> yeah, there's right. always some moments like that in a show like you can hear when a comedian may or may not capitalize on it, but it gets quiet. Yeah. And it's a way that a show can either turn for the better or turn for the worse. And that was yeah. kind of the lesson there. I'm grateful that because some comedians, like you said, would react in panic. And right. because they're not in tune with what the with the vibe of the room, they're just gonna you know, and fear and, and, and all that's gonna make mm. it awkward. But you know, yeah. uh, uh, that's why we do this to not make it awkward. Yeah, you, you know, and, and two things. One, as a comedian, yes, uh, definitely. And two, as a producer, it's great when people can keep their composure uh, in a moment right. like that. And that's why you hire people with experience uh, and, you know, and who have been around, you know. Uh, yes, sir. Sometimes yes, a lot of times sir. comics say, hey, how come, you, how come I don't get booked on the show? I'm like, well, because you, some guy may come and try to pick you up and you won't <laughs> handle it like Sean G did and well, just let like the man, man hold him and, you know. Dude. Everybody who yeah. I mentor or who I try to talk to, I'm like, look, dude, this is a job. Yeah, you might be funny, but you have to be a pro. There's a difference between a professional and a mm. funny comic. There's some guys who are super funny, right? But they're not yeah. professional for many reasons. One, they, they may not, you know, be on time, that type of stuff. And they may not, um, you know, just the basic fundamentals of being professional. But above mm. that, even like how you react if the show's not going your way, do you shit on the right. show do you shit on the venue do you take the whole right. show down with you or do you stay a pro realize maybe i was misbooked you know or maybe so who knows right? right like i had dave you know, somebody wanted a clean show it was a buddy of mine having like a wedding oh Dougie? yeah we're good i'm here oh we're good oh sorry 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 it was a buddy of mine having like a wedding thing a wedding thing um and i hired dave williamson but the crowd was like these older black ex-gang member dudes and uh, you know all this stuff <laughs> and you know some family some kids but of course dave is clean and all that so that's why but dave 
maybe they weren't vibing at first with what he was saying or or who knows right like it could have been like they just weren't connecting with him because of their own assumptions about who he might be but then after a while he yeah. started getting them because he started he kept going wow you guys are great you guys are great and it was in a park it was a terrible situation i've apologized to yeah. people over that good time but the, <laughs> yeah, to outside, watch him outside venue yeah yeah oh man people walking by it was horrible but to watch him be a pro and just make the yeah. audience eventually catch up to him it was beautiful yeah you have to you know um I had a comic years ago. We thought it was, I call him, I always called this kid the uh, most overrated open mic comic in the country, but he, uh, uh-huh. he, he never get word. He, his name will never pass again on my vo- my list, but you know, he, he did that. He did that in one of my rooms. He, he was eating, he was eating shit on stage. And then he turned to the crowd like, Oh, you're all, all going to die anyway. You don't know. It's, you don't know uh-huh. funny. And, and the owner looked up me. I'm like, I know. <laughs> what can, I, what can I tell you, dude? uh yeah you reminded me when you're talking about you know the guy coming up to the stage i did a comedy i did a comedy show wise guys comedy show at a strip club in south florida which yeah you i mentioned that producer there's a few there's a few deal breakers right off the bat when somebody says hey i have a venue i'd like you to book like a show two 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 deal breakers uh uh, one all i'm still dealing with but uh intermission like some people want to have an intermission on on the show and and, or two outside venue you know what i mean outside venue listen Especially when I was in Florida, I'm like, what are you not? You know what I mean? Uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, why don't we? What else can we add to the potential? You know, anything oh, that can fuck I, this thing up. You know, getting a comic yeah, to fly in. You know, I'm going to fly comics into an outdoor <laughs> venue in Florida. What could go wrong? Oh, so, dude, uh, yeah. But so we, I, I did, I did, the, did the strip club. Yeah. No, I was like, so at this club and cisco was headlining it and there was a stripper hey. girl she she did comedy she did a she did comedy for a little bit and then she came out in daisy duke shorts so she fucked with it. but basically there was members of the celtic motor club bike club like yeah you know, like celtic like a fucking biker biker gang like eight oh, okay. nine fucking huge dudes just there there's like 15 people half of them were the biker gang and cisco pointed at one of these big dudes who wasn't having sleeves like well you're fat you know what i'm talking about and oh well fuck there you go like they they all looked at cisco like he ain't fat motherfucker you're fat <laughs> you know like you can uh, tell a biker guy's fat you know dude and they eventually uh, got up and they were pissed and they were moaning and shit same thing those guys are in the area between the strip club and this private room where we're doing the show and they hear uh uh and they eventually oh uh, no uh, you know who was on the stage at that point was uh uh, uh has a big nose and florida plays a guitar uh anyway he was headlining cisco just came up so they come back they this guy is like making fun of the the biker dude like what was the matter with that guy why was he pissed you know all this shit you know uh, calm down tim what's the matter with you singing a song and and then the guy's outside hearing this shit just him and his buddy come back in fucking two celtic gang members celtic jackets you know vests and i'm I'm in the audience going oh here we go dougie's gonna have people are gonna have to witness you know dougie full full outright full, you know survival mode because i'm gonna have to take yeah i'm gonna i'm gonna have to take <laughs> these big ass badass guys down it's gonna be a fucking it's not gonna be a fun night oh, so the, this dude. these guys walk up to the stage and, and uh, I, I don't know why it's blanking on me in his name right now it'll hit me of course but he's on stage he's playing his guitar and he's got a big nose and it's kind of funny guy and, he, and he's funny guy. and he and the guy, biker guy comes up and goes oh, you think you're funny he pushes the mic stand hit the, pushes the mic into the dude's face like Pff, and i'm like I'm standing there like four feet away, like up, standing up halfway, like, 
And I'm like, and then they just walk away, you know, like, oh, you know, oh, so it, it blew up. It was a, it was a whole big mess. Uh, I was threatening to call the police and the owner of the clubs, mob, mob guys like, uh, <laughs> no police. Well, but nevertheless, oh, that's what right, happens. Right. Um, so, uh, Damn, dude. Yeah, man, this is a, you know what? And, and, and I get it. Like that's messed up. Right. And, and this dude didn't deserve that. Really Cisco should have got it. That. No, <laughs> I love Cisco. Nobody, <laughs> yes. nobody should have got it. Oh my God, he was gone, but somebody got his ass whooped. But yeah, man, I would say, you know, it should keep the comedians honest in the sense that, you you know, what we do, we're getting up in front of a mob, basically, right? And at the early stages of comedy, that's what it was. You get, you know, they call medicine shows back in the old South or whatever, the old West. And guys would get out, they perform, and people gather around the wagon and they buy the medicine, right? Like a lot of even black acts where we got big, you know, Williams and Walker, all these other Yeah. Guys. So, yeah, I mean, but at the end of the day, they can, back then, they could tar and feather you if they didn't like your act or, or, you know, whoop your ass or worse, right? But I feel like yeah. too many people find safety in comedy who shouldn't be doing comedy because they don't feel like it has that danger element, right? Like they're just doing it for themselves and for therapy and which i mean there's nothing wrong with that if you find the right yeah. things for that great but as a professional once you're stepping into these situations and you don't know how to handle them professionally you be putting yourself in a lot of danger man and apparently other people i mean yeah. cisco's a professional this is a crazy crazy nights happen to everybody it is what it is yeah but yeah, yeah. The, the the motivation to want to keep the crap because there's some guys that's coming like a wrecking ball they want that kind of shit or damn near, yeah. you think they want it because they create that kind of energy in the room. Yeah, and, and but there's there's the people that can do it, you know, that are real like the crowd work, you know, like I, it's like a rich boss that can fuck with everybody and they love it. Oh you know yeah, I mean, and, and you I mean feel that guy like, it's like a that show can, still. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, he called the woman one time. She looked like a like a like a homeless poor gypsy, like uh, <laughs> like an ugly like not not a, not very good looking homeless gypsy. Something he called her like that, and she was like, you know. <laughs> She she came up after him to talk to him like, that's fucking Voss. I mean, you know, I'd say that the girl's gonna be writing. Oh, that, that one fat comic was a was an asshole um, on the comment card. Never gonna be back at that club again. All right, so let's let's get into the. Let me ask you. This is a segment where I'm gonna go over oh, some questions with you, and you can answer them. We can talk about it. Some things like kind of happening, and you know, just like the here with Sean uh, Sean Grant has to say. Uh, uh, do you believe in aliens? And if so, how close are we to them landing and just fucking you know saying, all right, we're here. You know what? Let me be cool about it. All right. So the short answer is no, but I don't disbelieve in them, right? Like I, I've had right. too many conversations driving with comics to where they're just trying to convince me and show me this stuff. And I'm like, all right, dude. Like, and I do want to get your opinion on this, Dougie. But my thing is, because a lot of people know I believe in Jesus, right? And people are like, how you going to believe in Jesus? You don't believe in aliens. I'm like, dude, believing in Jesus helps me. Like that helps yeah. me. What does the what do believing in that do the aliens believe in you? Are they talking about yeah. you? But even if they do exist, I feel like we're getting to the point now where let's say they come and they join our society or something, right? And you know, we'll get so used to them so fast that it won't even be a story for a month, dude. Like we I think there yeah. was a guy doing a Senate hearing about UFOs and nobody gave a shit. Like I, I was like, hey, doing a show that night, like guys apparently 
there's a dude like nobody heard about this and everybody's like i don't know what yeah that's crazy yeah, the whistleblower the the whistleblower for right. the testimony that of that we actually have alien you know like roswell is a true story you know like uh, yeah uh, well, I, I, listen believe? i do believe in i do believe in jesus like yourself and i love the analogy yeah. of course you know believing in et doesn't help you as much as it helps in believing in you know in 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 the true christ uh you know and if you don't that's fine you know what i'm saying it, it's just i do yeah. and uh you know what i mean and you know but i also listen not only do i believe in aliens i think they're here i think i think i think yeah. uh you know I think the current administration is infiltrated with lizard people. Uh, I think there's a few different ones. You know, I think there's a few different ones and they're actually brokering for this land, just like China, America's trying to get the, the polar ice caps, Russia, you know, right. there's aliens going, we want that spot. Fuck you. It's ours. You know, that'd be funny. You know, next time we get together, you and I should dress up with whatever we think an alien looks like. And we should fight right. over Baltimore, fight over Baltimore. Who is going to get Baltimore? Oh. Which one of us? All right, which one of us? Um, <laughs> yeah, oh my God. No, and I, I'm with that. I mean, look, and some people are like, well, why is it in the Bible? How do you believe in the Bible? Look, the Bible's a story of people. So there could be aliens. Right. Like, who knows? Like, yeah. he just wasn't, it's a different Bible for them, I guess. Like, it's, a, yeah. it's not even a story of God. God was, and so then who knows? There could have been other universe. The whole story is about people and our journey and shit like that. Right. So, yeah, our portion. Only be aliens. Holy yeah. Go, well, Holy. ancient ancient alien theorists theorists would say yes. Uh, I sure. love that show, Ancient Aliens, and you know they have you know there's depictions that you know I love some of those things like it's clearly uh, uh, an alien with a breathing <laughs> apparatus. No, maybe it's just a guy wearing a head fucking thing, you know, like a, like feathers. Okay. You know, yeah, maybe that's, that's a what really it is bad too. artist. Like a little, like, he <laughs> yeah, know how to... <laughs> what do you what do you want me to do? It's not like I have like a scripto pen. <laughs> You're like six years old and shit. It's just fucked up art that somebody made at school and gave to his mom. Exactly. He's using it. a petrified. He's using a petrified turkey feather and a fucking like brick, you know, rock, you know, to carve this fiction. Give, give the guy a little, you know. That's yeah, funny. Um, yeah, I, I am. Uh, I think it's funny too. Uh, it's on. Exactly. This isn't funny. I mean, you live in L.A., right, Ari? Don't you live somewhere in California? I live in Inglewood. Yeah. yeah. Black yeah. LA. Okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I got. I got you. Um, I, 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 it's unfortunate, but I'm writing this thing. It's it's more of an opinion piece, but I, I'm going to try to get comedy. But uh, the modern day ghost towns, uh, the next modern day ghost towns of which San Francisco, L.A., Portland, uh, Seattle. Uh, there's basically some areas that are potentially going to be in that in that situation. Oh wait, so. It you know what? I thought, my bad. When I read the copy, I thought it said modern town. So a modern ghost town. Wait, oh shit. Yeah. What does that like mean? Like a modern day ghost abandon? town. Oh, no, there'll be a lot of homeless like... people and, and drug addicts uh, and just basically, you know, oh, uh, yeah, there won't be any us. businesses, you know? Yeah, that's basically it. I mean, if you go downtown, man, it's, it's like they have their own world, the homeless, you know, like, yeah. but it's almost in a way more not more organized but it's organized like they know yeah because it has to be because they don't want to you're, you're almost safer parking around you know where a homeless encampment is in some ways because like they want to make sure that nothing happens to your car because the police know who to harass who lives in this area it's zoned off in such a way that man some of these tents dude they got generators in them 
They got, yeah. like, you know, it's, it's just an outdoor living situation damn near. They have their own systems of barter, and they party. And I had a homie. I don't know if you ever met this guy. His name was Big Sonic. He was a comedian. But he chose to be a transient. He's somewhere in Ohio. because really? Yeah, he's locked. he got locked up at some point. Dude named Renard Dabney. And I thought he died or something, but he's alive. Somebody found him uh, through, like, an inmate located thing. But yeah, mm-hmm. he just straight up, he was a decent comic. He had good jokes and stuff. But he started saying like weird stuff. And I don't know, I was going through stuff. Yeah, you know how it is. There was a little bit of grief in my life early on. It was my first bout with it. Uh, you know, not to, yeah. yeah. But I, I just didn't know what I was, I, I wasn't listening to nobody. Like, I was like, okay, right, man. Right. And uh, I, I'm, I said, I'm going to go off the grid. Okay. I didn't know what that meant back then, but. Yeah, he's gone to the point where his family started contacting me some years later. Like, have you heard from from this dude? And I was like, I don't know. And then, you know, so that's I kind of made an effort to figure out. And he's out there. So some people like this shit, man. They like being, yeah, you know, in that world. I guess. If, if you've never been in that position, the first time I ever sold a home, like I had a house, and I sold it, and I basically rented an apartment on the beach for six months in Pompano or some shit. And I, the minute I relinquished myself from ownership, like the bill, like the electronic bills, like it was one, the rent. I didn't have, you know, the, the exterminator, the electric, the cable, the, the, you know, all these other things, these albatrosses of things, you know, that keep you uh, bound, you know. And But they're right. talking about how they're, you're right. It's so organized that people are like, hey, if you want to party, get free drugs, get a couple meals a day, uh-huh. not not have to work you know, sleep whenever you want, do whatever you want and come to California and be homeless, you know, <laughs> the, you know taken care yeah. of. So. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's, beach. hell yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. So that's the thing, the idea that there are a lot of go, these, these places are eventually not going to be a, a place of commerce. Businesses will leave, but it'll just be uh, ma- eventually, you know, it's, it's like the opposite of gentrification. It's, Junkification, yeah. uh, you know, I don't know. Fucking, <laughs> yeah, junkification. Um, all right. So my next question for you, sir, is: uh, Would you trust yeah. a self-driving car? Would you? Would you? If you're in a car and it picked you up and there's nobody behind the wheel, would you? Would you trust that? Are you okay with that? Um, not not more than me, but more than my wife. I can't sleep when my wife is driving and shit, man. I can't. I can't really <laughs> see when anybody's driving me. Like I can't. But I, yeah. I feel like. If I could blame if if the, if I could blame Elon Musk, if I just if the, if I get my you know if I get fucked up in this car and I'm getting a paycheck from Elon, then I'm chilling. Yeah, I'm, I'm relaxed. Yeah. I'm like, oh yeah, well, I mean, hopefully it's not gonna be a fatal crash. It's not nothing crazy, but at least and that's the weird thing too because you can't even brace for it. Sometimes I watch these car chases on YouTube, dude, and you yeah. don't know these motherfuckers running red lights trying to get away from the cops. So it's not the car's fault. But at least when you're driving, you can kind of brace for that shit. You kind of maybe see impact coming or something. So that's got to be, yeah. yeah, I guess you still got to put your seatbelt on or some shit. But have you been in one? I ain't got the money like you. I got a Prius. I got a Prius. I'm very proud of my Prius. But yeah. I don't know. You yeah. got a Tesla? No, I don't have a Tesla. I, I, have, I have an Acura and a, like a Jeep. But, um, yeah. but two, two things. You're right. Um you know, uh, first of all, as for bracing is sometimes it's bad for the people yeah. that see the accident company versus the person who doesn't. Uh, sometimes your body in fluid motion handles impact better than uh, it does in a rigid motion. 
It's like even in fighting, you know, you see those guys who want to fight. Like, come on, bitch, let's right. fucking and, and, fight. And you're like, oh, this motherfucker. Uh, I'm just gonna, you uh, know. Yeah, let your shoulders down. You yeah, gonna, be loose. Yeah, just relax, you know, like fucking. Pa, pa, pa. And you know, yeah. so but, so you don't want to be rigid, uh, number one. But listen, I have I in my car. I have this. It's you can't just turn it on and go to sleep. You basically, you turn on one button, it controls the speed. You got another button that you know, the lanes come up and basically you press it at 45 miles an hour to hold with the, with the cameras. It'll hold the lane for a certain okay. amount. I call it my bong. I call it my bong hit feature. So basically when I'm driving, <laughs> it gives me enough time to just like pack, like put, set it all up. Yeah. <laughs> the ganja. <laughs> then, you know, get the lighter. Yeah. Oop, steering, grab the handle. I got it. I think <laughs> you deserve it, baby. Come on. Yeah, man. On. I love that feature. Um, <laughs> that's in the Acura or the Jeep? Uh, that's in the Acura. Yeah, the Jeep is. Uh, oh, yeah. It, it's right, actually now the I, the wife was the wife was my I, the the Jeep was my well I bought it and my, my wife let was my wife's car and I had the Acura. Now I have both cars, so I want to get rid of them both and get one really nice car. You know, right. and, and yeah. I but I have family members saying I want the Jeep. I'm like. I got family members asking for my wife's Jeep. Um, it, it's hilarious. <clears throat> yeah, dude, we'll get into that later. Any rate, let's move on. Um, Bronny James, heart issue. You know, LeBron James' son had a heart attack, yeah. had a cardiac arrest. Uh, do you think it was from? You think it was from COVID? The vaccine? You think that's a vaccine? Uh, <laughs> cardio? Yeah, you, know, you think this is it? I don't know. I mean, look, I I just know that those kids, man. Nowadays, these kids play basketball year. Freaking round, man. I feel like his yeah. dad had, you know, shout out to him trying to keep up with his pops, man, because he's a very good basketball player. But that is a huge standard, dude, to try to be one of the, you know, your dad is like the greatest basketball player of all time. So I feel like he's trying to push himself beyond, you know, being like yeah. a rich kid. I feel like, look, look at Jordan's kids. They don't give a shit. They, uh, I mean, they're good enough to play college. I think one of them played at UCF um, right. or something like that. And the other one's having sex with uh, Scotty Pippen's ex-wife. Yeah, Mike's not happy about it. <laughs> yeah, he ain't feeling it. But, I mean, they're underachievers. They they accepted their role. I am not going to be that guy. So I'll just be a regular yeah. dude and spend my dad's money and, and whatever it is, right, and, and enjoy the life. And I feel like LeBron's son's probably driven to try to be like him, you know, or, or wants to be – Great. And you can still be a great person, like somebody great. If you may not be that guy, right? You can't be him again. But you know, he had different motivation. He was broke, right? Yeah. You know, I, I don't know. He didn't have the, Did you the have tiger. It's like yeah. he didn't yeah. have the eye of the tiger. You know, like Rocky got all that money. Had a robot. He had a big house. You know, he didn't uh, give a fuck. That's why Clever Lang beat the fuck out of Rocky because. He, he was like, oh, I got all this money, you know, I can, I'm wiping my ass with thousand dollar bills. So, uh, yeah, definitely. Yeah. And, and it, who, who, you're right. I mean, it's interesting that decision, like, you know, it's one thing, imagine if your pops was like Red Fox, you know, or, you know, somebody like, yeah. you know, my dad was fucking Rodney Dangerfield. Like what I really want to be a cop, yeah. like, you know, you, you look at guys like, uh, uh, Chris Farley's brother, you know, is trying right. to follow his brother, you know, and, and, you know, why not take advantage right. of that? You know? Uh, but right. yeah, man, it's interesting. He, he, he's definitely, I mean, that's gotta be, you know, yeah. what are the odds? I mean, can you imagine if he, he tends up being like the next phenom? Oh my God. The son of a phenom. Uh, right. I don't think that's going to happen. I, I, I don't, but, but never, you nevertheless, uh, 
Yeah, yeah good for him. Made, he went to USC. That's pretty good. I mean, speaking of comics, though, uh, I will say, well, all right, Mason Fryer was a you know, I'm a nice guy. Met him a few times. Super nice guy, down to earth. But he wasn't yeah. he live up to his pops. He got booed at the Apollo was his last thing. And it's not about the getting booed because his pops got booed. A lot of people get booed, you know. Uh, but it's a fact right. that I don't think he's been at it as much since, right? Like, because that's, that's the difference. It's the heart to keep getting up. Like, why would I do that if I was rich? Yeah. Uh, Tony Rock is pretty good. I'll give him props. I feel like in many ways he surpasses Chris just in, like, certain abilities. Not obviously legendary status and writing, but he's yeah. really good with his crowd work. His flipping a, a moment, uh, he's a genius. Like he's very, yeah, very good. I haven't seen Chris Farley's brother. Can you think of any other family comedy things? Like, like not brothers together, but like maybe in different generations. Or like family like members, yeah. Um, I can't think of any. No, other I mean, uh, well, yeah, the, oh. the, the brothers are Gal. Who? Oh, I was gonna say Ben. No, Ben Stiller and his dad was a comedian, right? Ben. Yeah, Stiller and Mirror, his pops. His, right. yeah, his dad. Yeah, his dad was uh, was George Costanza's dad in Seinfeld. Right. Oh, his dad ben is Stiller's hilarious. real father. But yeah, that's not dude. Com- that's not stand up comedy. Right? I He's an actor comedy. Com- yeah, I, I, you know, I, it's funny. I never saw Tony, uh, Tony, uh, Tony Rock. I never saw him um uh dude but yeah i i never saw farley either uh, uh a couple times but it's just got to be weird like you know it's like my here's a weird thing my father was a soccer goalkeeper you know my brother wow. then became a goal i became a goalkeeper and i'm writing a joke about it now because i'm only five foot eight you know for the world of <laughs> soccer a goalkeeper is basically the forward on a basketball team it's one of the tallest right. people on the fucking team and i'm you right. know yeah but my dad had me doing like jumping in sandboxes you know, we were young. We were jumping tall? in sandboxes. No, my yeah. dad was like five nine, maybe my height, a little tall. Oh. He'd have us hanging, dude. He'd have us hanging from fucking the bar. <laughs> like, don't worry, you know, you're gonna, you know, you're gonna be That's six foot two fine. before you know it. So you just hanging <laughs> out. Yeah, oh, <laughs> hoping I get gosh. taller. Yeah, yeah oh, dude. It, it, yeah, it's tough to. I'm trying to write. To, uh... Yeah. Was he? Yeah, what, dude. What, 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 you what know. Are you I'm sorry, bro. My bad. My uh, it's like Spanish, Portuguese. Spanish Portuguese. Oh, oh yeah, that's huge. Portuguese. Oh my god. But, but dude, I don't. I'm. You know, I, I met a lot of my father's family when I went to Europe years ago, and uh, his family yeah. almost could be like we could be like Egyptian or Moroccan, dude. I, I would if I took one of those twenty-two and me, I wouldn't find out if I'm like, you know, sut part, you know, North African or some shit, you know. Word. You know? And, and then maybe I can use the N word. Then I can use the N word all the yeah. time. Yeah. Come oh, on, be, man. it'll be it horrible. Be to Hannibal or like that. <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah. All right, let's man. get let's get on with uh hey, does age matter when it comes to our politicians? I mean, look at the week we had. Uh Ben roll this fucking clip, first of all, of, of Mitch McConnell, just and then of course I mean yeah. Well, good afternoon, everyone. Uh, mm-hmm. We're on a path to finishing the NDA. Uh, good. This week has been good bipartisan cooperation. Good. And okay. a string of. Uh, 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 oh, holy shit. <laughs> uh, oh, my God. I feel like he's looking at some chick because her skirt's open. Like some chick sitting uh, in a miniskirt. Right, right, right. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, he can't I stop. See that thing. He's like. 
imagine some like Sharon Stone is sitting over there, like looking at him with a pen and paper. Hey, 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 hey. He might be sitting his pen. Anything else you want to say? Oh, yeah, he might have. Do you want to say anything else to the police? <laughs> Yeah, God oh save the queen. God, it would not funny if Mitch McConnell said, God save the queen. Go ahead, John. Right. <laughs> Note the presence of a court I thought he was saying to get rid of the NBA. The defense appropriations bill favorably like, subject Watch, to now this is, Look at this poor lady. I mean, oh, this is Feinstein. Senator Feinstein. Look at, I mean, watch this poor woman. I would like to support a yes vote on this. Just um, say yes. It provides $823 billion. That's an increase of $26 billion. I thought we had the close-up on it. That's excellent. Defense. Oh. And it Can't tell which one she's about to fall asleep. Submitted. There she oh, goes. Yeah. yeah, just say aye. Okay, just aye. Aye. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, right, put her back to sleep. Put her back in the box. Um, I mean, come on, dude. I mean, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's it's yeah. almost like here. It's like, it's like here, Grandma, sign the new will. Right, yeah. right, right. People are making big decisions, yeah. dude. <laughs> yeah. Shit. About to be out of here. Fucking hell, man. Oh uh, my god. So, yeah. So should there be uh, an age I, limit cognitive hey, test? I think you're right, man. I feel like it's got to Yeah. Yeah, exactly. It needs to be some yeah. type of, and it doesn't have to be bias in it, like like just cognition, straight up. Not even how yeah. much information you know, but how much, yeah. how long can you stay awake? Like, do you know what the hell's going on? How much do you care yeah. about what's going how, on? Because how functional you know, are you? You know, just like a comic, right. you expect the comic to deal with some fucking heckler. I expect my politician to know where to sign, right. where to speak, what to say. You know, yeah, I mean, poor Joe fucking, look, look, at, look at our, look at Joe Biden falling all over the place and not knowing where to shit, stand. I mean, just, can't even ride his bike. Oh, it's not, but, you know, and I see comics too, like, and I won't say names, but like, well, all right, I'll say Carlin before he, I'm like, you know, his, it's an audience. It's different, right? When you pay to see something, if you don't mind him looking at his notes and you're his fan, right? That's one thing, you know, and yeah. because these people yeah. are making a choice to, to continue to, so in a way, we're making that choice, I guess, by electing them, but not, you know, like you said, we should know the cognition. That's very important to uh, that well, choice a, because, yeah. There's a big difference. You and I get hired. We get hired per per venue, per show. Right. When the, the president, he gets hired once, four years, and then he gets, you know, so the, the equivalence would be like you and I getting hired on, on contracts over four years. Right. You know, five, you know, one, right. twice, a, you know, and then we just, we get to do whatever the fuck we want. There's no questioning what we're doing, you know, uh, yeah. you know, remember Pablo you know, had a thing. Do you remember that when Pablo Francisco, I think he's okay now, but it was like a, it was a, it was in the news. He had a meltdown, like, right? Like a, a meltdown, like a brain, like almost similar to what happened to Mitch McConnell just there. Like, and he starts saying jokes out of order and like being like, yeah, weird. Yeah, on stage crazy, yeah dude. on stage yeah. in front of people man holy shit but yeah yeah it's, it's cognition and, and i'm sure he's okay now you you brought you brought that, you brought that up about let me ask you let me ask you this real quick one of the last questions um yeah. oh no we do have uh we had another show you know notes on stage you know no no right yeah. and le listen like you said unless you're unless you're a headliner saying look i'm working on a whole new hour if you don't uh, mind i'm gonna look at some of these notes 
but but basically any comic that's doing a show and it's not an open mic should should not have notes on stage i mean i'm, I'm with you man and i'm one of these right. you know hey man I, i'm one of these get off my lawn i guess i've been doing comedy 18 years so when i see a guy in shorts unless you fluffy uh but but when i started yeah. people would criticize you if you didn't have on a suit if you weren't like kings of comedy dressed up at a club or something like that people would say that's not how you do comedy it should be formal wear so it's it evolves i suppose but yeah there's certain things yeah. man where it goes back to that be professional man you showed up to a job know your damn jokes right because how can you create the yeah. rhythm necessary you know yeah. for a show like especially if you're showcasing like you said if it's working out one thing but if you're showcasing you want to keep working here and you're reading get the hell out of here dude are you looking at the notes on your yeah. hand uh. <laughs> oh, there's a Sorry, comic man. the funny comic out of south florida he used to play the guitar he's funny dude but he always and it was god bless him because he always had the notes in the back of his guitar so he'd go like that uh. and, I, and he was a friend of perry Sachs. i'm bundling and blanking his name but he would do it and you know and perry like yeah but you know it's i'm like dude but he's doing the same jokes for five years i mean it's you know what i mean <laughs> and, and i have I, I have i have a philosophy that it's like well listen if it's not funny enough to remember it's probably not funny enough to laugh at um, right. Is this the and same like, dude who got like, his ass kicked? No. Oh, Perry guy? Oh, oh, no. no I no, thought no, the guy no, was no. playing the guitar again. Why can't I? Rick, Rick Corso. Rick Corso is the guy who, Rick Corso, had a, he's had a cruise ship comic, been around years. Oh, Rick Corso. Okay. Uh, he's out of South Florida. He does Al Pacino, uh, all kinds of great impressions and shit. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, he was the headliner that night. So, at any rate, so, um, uh, yeah, so that's that. And our last question to you, uh, yeah. What ha what is up with uh, where was Carly Russell for forty eight hours? If you don't know, Carly Russell was our uh, Jesse Smollett uh, woman from I guess in Georgia, I think it was that claimed that she saw a baby walking on the highway and she stopped and then eventually she got abducted and you know, uh, good looking girl there, uh, you know, probably just looking for attention, but she lied. She uh, she was gone for no one knows. She didn't say where she was for forty eight hours, basically two days. Her boyfriend seemed to have a lot to say, but. Uh, so where do you think she was for 48 hours while she was missing? I uh, have a theory, Sean. man. I'm not big on conspiracies, Dougie. I'm not huge on them. But I feel like she was working with the sheriff. She was working with that <laughs> Alabama sheriff because how did that dude, did you see his suits during the press conferences? That dude was oh. Craig Sager fresh. That dude had on, <laughs> he had some clean ass, yeah. lavender, bright color, suits that he knew black people because he knew black people be watching and we love yeah. those kind of suits man he had his easter best to do these sets so i'm like oh he's doing this because he wants to run for like some type of big government yeah. office and so he hired carly to do this bullshit. <laughs> i don't know but i feel like it seems <laughs> like he like from from like a tension, you had man. you had me there dude you had me i'm like that sounds like oh, a I, was fucking, like, I, I was like yeah what better way to get attention than wearing them fuck we're coming out with them fucking suits you know oh, he was it, clean, it, it, man. dude it, you're, how true is that all right you uh, all right like we got, you, do you own one no no i i, I own oh. i used to wear suits all every day when i was a financial advisor you know up until 2010 yeah. working in the banks and making a shitload of money uh suits money ties every fucking yeah, day yeah. Now, yeah, but now uh, this is, I show up to clients' house like this, you know, I work by referral. Yeah. I work with a select, I work with a select group of people. You know what I mean? I choose them right. and uh, by referral, uh, wealthy. You know how to impress them. They know you're good. You 
know yeah, about. exactly. You know what I'm saying? I, I met somebody one time and they're like, you're not wearing a suit. And I'm like, if that's going to be an issue, please, let's just end the, end the meeting tonight, <laughs> right now. Because, um, all right, let's look at some of these uh, stories. Did you hear, everybody, here's some stories. We're going to go through oh, the headlines and get, and get them pretty because we had a little time. But uh, amazing story. Scientist brings a uh, 46,000-year-old uh, 46, worm back to life. Oh, shit. And... Uh, and oddly enough, I have a hard time getting a hard on in the morning anymore. Man, um, and you know what I heard? I heard about this, Dougie. You know what I heard about that worm, man? What? He's still down to earth. 46,000 <laughs> yeah. years old. He's, right, that's so stupid. He's humble. So he's stupid. Humble. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the earthworm, everybody. Come on, he's still down to earth. Right, I wrote that. <laughs> he came out there. Who's president? Who's president? <laughs> um, who's running the earth? Is a dinosaur, a dinosaur still here? Uh, <laughs> our next story, uh, Dennis Rodman gets huge tattoo of girlfriend, uh, yellow on his face. Why not? Uh, yeah. Oh man. Look I at mean, him with that young ass girl, dude. Oh, uh, I mean, that's a horrible <laughs> tattoo. I mean, yeah. I mean, her face, look, there's more realism on the tattoo than her fucking face. Well, yeah. I mean, and it, it, it makes his face look a lot better. I'll, I'll give him that. Oh my like, uh, God. <laughs> Dennis is messed you up, know, man. Dude, I always thought I always thought that when I get older, I just want my face to look like a scratch pad. You know, like like be one of those things like you write all your notes on every day. Like, oh, don't forget to get milk. Like you an know. old Bible or something. Yeah. <laughs> oh so man, funny. dude, he's making fifteen. Yeah. That's the, I made that mistake at fifteen. Well, I got a girl's name on my back uh, when I was fifteen years oh. old. Why is he sixty? He's got to be sixty. Why is he making those kind of fifteen-year-old mistakes? Dude, a, a face tattoo, a face. I mean, if you run face out of material, tattoo. you know, I, I'm going to put your face on my face. Oh, yeah, my listen, God. I want a girl. I, I would like to have a girl sit on my face, but whether I want her yeah. on my face. Not that long. Know. Yeah, exactly. I mean, what a, you know, like, what a, yeah. listen, unfortunately, uh, are you single? You're married now, right? You're a married man, family, right? Oh, yeah. Married a couple years. Yeah, it's been, uh, we Good. got married during pandemic. Nobody was nice yeah. well good what good for you congratulations i'm single for the first time in 30 years so i have some deal breakers yeah i have some deal breakers you know the the loop the thing in the nose you know the the fucking oh, earring, the little nose the ball. Oh, shit. yeah that yeah. i mean listen if i want to if i want to be with a bovine you know if i want to be you know, <laughs> um where, where can, and chest tattoos the most exotic like chick, oh okay i was gonna ask you yeah the chicks with That's the big the tattoos show. over their tits no nah, we don't right. need any of that no, nothing like you know that. I mean? Can you have some on the ass? Can they have anything on it? Because you know you might get bored back there. Yeah, they can have know, something on the like some... tra tramp stamps aren't deal breakers. They're not deal breakers. Is, they should have a maze, like you know the cereal box mazes. Somebody should put that on the ass. <laughs> yeah. While you're here. Yeah, while you're here, you can do some yeah. pencil and scratch yeah. it out. Maybe, maybe <laughs> you should sell ad space like they do in the toilets when you take oh, a piss on the, on the fucking rest stop. Like that's what women should start doing. Yes. They should like boxers. Boxers puts like every every whore should just have like right. you know Bill Bell bonds. You know, <laughs> you know Jack oh, Jack's man. late night liquor store. Yeah, yes. not a bad idea. Oh my god, no, the Bell bonds. Yeah, because that's what I'm going. Yeah. You know, you get locked up. You out here with these wild women every every night. Man. Oh yeah. my god, dude. I, I mean, listen. I didn't want to think about it. I'm uh, all right here. Speak. This person uh, is figuring out a way. Nurse fired for secret affair with a patient who died during sex in the hospital parking lot. Oh my God. Yeah. Nurses are hot. I mean, nurses can be hot. Um, but you know, here's a guy who's in the hospital. The nurse somehow sneaks him out to the car 
They yes. fuck. He dies. All right. Now, can you imagine her? She's dead. The guy's dead. Now she knows how the fuck am I going to get like, how do I explain <laughs> this? You know, Look, man, she deserves overtime, man. That's overtime. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That's serious. That's serious patient care right there, Dougie. Like, look, and, and yeah. you know, I, I, pre- I appreciate anybody that goes the extra mile. You know, my man was dialysis patient too. Like that's old, he, man. That dude was, yeah, like, yeah he's, he's up there. So uh, you is know it, how he say hello co- nurse? He said goodbye. Huh? Yeah. <laughs> he came and went, he, you know, he, 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 he's wondering, is it a co-payment? Is that part of a co-payment? You know, can I, you know, like, I got some good insurance. You know, God damn. This is good. Yeah, God damn, man. Medicare? Is, <laughs> I got that good damn. Medicare. I didn't know I got came with all this. Now, now, God, now I'm just wondering because the, she looks pretty, she looks hot. She looks like a sexy nurse. There oh, must've been other God. sexy nurses that probably saw the same patient and thought the same thing. So I wonder if there was yeah. any others he was probably escaping from. Which probably led to his yeah, death. Yeah, he must have um, had some serious game, man. He must be giving him Jello. I got some extra Jello. Yeah. That guy's <laughs> getting more ass than I ever got uh, out of the hospital. Um, <laughs> mobile meth, mobile meth lab found at Florida Welcome Center on I ninety five. Florida Highway Patrol Damn. and Nassau deputies responding. Yeah, resourcefulness. We're talking Florida, about the homeless man. people. We we're talking about the yes. homeless people, but here's a meth lab at a at a at a rest stop in in Florida. So. And of course, of uh, Florida, man. That's how you say hello. It's right there, man. Welcome. Get some bath salts. Yeah. You know, we teach you, teach you the Florida way, man. You know, I didn't know that was such a big thing. Like people really shit on us, man. You didn't. You're from. You didn't grow up in Florida. I know you spent a lot of time. Yeah, there. pretty much. No, I did. I, I I grew up in Florida though. I was from New York, but we grew up, up in Florida. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So yeah, you Florida know, I didn't guy. know it was such a Florida man or. I hear jokes. A buddy of mine, Tom Clark, has a really good joke about um, uh, everybody going to LA from LA to Arizona and talking shit about you bringing LA over here. And the joke is, well, it looked like somebody took a big Florida in LA on oh, Arizona. Somebody already took a big Florida in it was the joke. But and everybody laughs at the shit. But I'm like, yeah, everybody thinks Florida. I mean, they're right. I, I agree. Florida's uh, shitty, but it's home. Like I don't know. I'm like, yeah, I, yeah, yeah. Is it racist? Yeah, is there other drug addicts and uh, whatever. But yeah, dude, it's, I don't know. I, I miss it. I miss these meth heads, um, man. Yeah, well, you know, you, you probably haven't been back that much. I see the problem. Oh, is that's, that's up, true you, too. I haven't been back for a while. Yeah, no, you miss it because you know it's like when you break up with a girlfriend, you're thinking about all the good times. You're not thinking ah. about all the times she called you and went through your fucking phone and you know <laughs> tried to. You know, you know, fuck shit, you know, like perp- did vindictive things to you. You know, you don't remember that window, shit. You, call me a nigga. Yeah, scratched your fucking car. Out. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know, told your, okay. told your friends about you come quick, you know, <laughs> tell her friends, yeah. you know, like, honey, that, that's, that's between us. Um, right. You know, you don't I remember that shit. I'm forgetting. I forgot all that. Now you yeah. remember. Oh, thank you, Dougie. I'm not going back now. Yeah. Fuck Florida. No, nah, dude, don't. I go, listen, I'm going back <laughs> Monday and next week. And, but every time I go back, cause it, I, I drive here in South Carolina, it's tranquil. People don't honk their horns and shit. You, yeah. you know, you, you move along people are not there. People drive like they're all fucking running for the end of time. They're like, you know what I mean? Like they're all rushing to get on the last fucking lifeboat. I don't know what the fuck is going on in South Florida. Everybody's in a fucking hurry. They got to be there before you and who the fuck and, and rude motherfucker. And so, so every time I go back, oh, dude, God. you know, I go back and it reminds me of the time the girl scratched my car it reminds me of the time, like I would never oh. go back. 
you know, so fuck that. All right. So we got to move along here. Uh, naked woman. But but this is you know, California. Uh, a naked woman gets out of car at a major Bay Area bridge and starts yeah. firing a gun. This was on. The, I mean, this I mean, you know, you talk about you not yet reacting when the guy walked up and picked you up on stage. But people right. are watching this woman like, look at her. And she starts pulling out a gun. They're like, oh, my God, look at her. I'm like, bitch, she can turn the gun and point it right at you, you stupid fuck. <laughs> like, like, I'm surprised somebody to get out of the car and put, you know, fucking end her. You know, I, right, I was thinking right, to myself, right. I I carry a gun, so if I'm in the car and she's unloading car, I may I may fucking take her down. Yeah, yeah, man, shoot, I mean, you know, and, and if she if she gonna make that ass clap, she's she gonna make the gun clap too. You know, she's making everything. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> she looked like she had a nice she body. Mean, I mean, I guess that's what I was gonna focus on. That's she would have shot me. Well, that's what I, I think like, a lot of guys were. They didn't care a fuck. They they were look. They started. They couldn't. They couldn't get their gun. They're too busy jerking off in the front seat. Right. You know. Hey man. They hey, the hey gun Sean. Pass they the tissues. Right. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, man. My dumbass wife be like, "Don't look over there. The titties out." I don't know. If she got a gun. I gotta look to see if she's got a gun. Yeah. Like, yo, you yeah. trying to look at the titties? You know. I mean, that's a distraction. Oh. A naked woman shooting off a gun. Guys are just sitting there going, "Wow, she's got a gun." And she's naked. They're, they're not what like good? you know what I mean. If yeah, what? <laughs> yeah. Um, all right, we're gonna skip through something. No, they're a Japanese kabuki yeah. star Ichiwa Enosuke yeah. indicted for assisting his parents double suicide. Boy, this guy really takes Whoa. life to art. Art, you know. Man. I mean, Dude, yeah, the parents people, are like, yeah. yeah, they do it right. Like the parents are like, yeah. who can we find uh, to help us in the? <laughs> in the haraku you know oh, our son he, he he actor he played someone who killed himself <laughs> maybe we ask our son dude i'm telling you man like look whatever japanese homie tells you he's sorry he means it because they they like they'll, they'll take their life for some you know they they hold themselves as a condemnation for their guilt so i'll be like yeah man you know I got some Japanese homies. I'd be like, look, I, I, I it's okay. <laughs> Don't feel bad yeah, about what yeah, you did, man. Yeah. What the hell? Strike one, dude. God, look, yeah, just relax, yeah. okay? We, we can make mistakes. <laughs> it's all good. God, yeah. oh. God almighty. But the, you know, the, it's funny because the, the guy's like, well, I'm the, be I am the beneficiary on your life insurance. <laughs> point oh, to, point oh, to you. Uh, yeah. You know, <laughs> fuck yeah, of course, you know? Oh, my um, God. Uh, good. You're dead now. I take everything. I no longer be actor. I sell Bitcoin. Um, <laughs> uh, I'm going to skip that story, by the way. Um, Trump's White House doc turned GOP rep detained in Texas at a rodeo amid chaos. Now, this is a funny story because here you have a story where the uh, former White House doctor, he was uh, Obama's doctor and he was um, uh, uh, Trump's doctor. Uh, I think maybe it was uh, fucking Bush's dog. I can't remember. He's anyway. So this guy's, you know, he's at a rodeo, you know, and there's a 13 or 14 year old girl that had needs medical attention. Somebody he knew who was a nurse grabs him, says this girl needs medical attention. And then when the cops see this guy fondling this young teenager, they think he's, you know, Kevin Spacey oh. or something. And they fucking arrest the guy. <laughs> he's like, I'm a fucking doctor. Well, why you got her? Why do you got your lips on her titties? Listen, it's it's a very it's very it's a very new technique of reviving right. somebody. It's called the mo I'm really motorboating her. Right, right, right. <laughs> oh, motorboating has been proven to bring young women back to life. Uh, Dude, yeah, I, I watch these like videos online where these people fuck with cops. 
a lot of cops don't know like the law low key like they just be locking people up uh it's actually there's like a whole dark side of the internet where you watch people their whole job is to fuck with cops and make them yeah, try to get yeah. them to arrest them uncivilly or some shit like that but yeah this dude's got a little lawsuit on hands but hopefully the girl was okay i mean you know yeah i think eventually good. eventually they they realized their mistake and you know, he, but I'm saying he must have felt like a black. He must have felt like a black man though, being misquote, mis, you know. Right. Like all of a sudden, they just assume the guy's robbing the, you know, the, the fucking place, which uh, which yeah. leads me to the, 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 the. This is a great story. The last story: Georgia cop surprises boy with PlayStation after police were called on him oh, for offering God. to do yard work. Young black kid walking around a neighborhood just trying to raise money, offering to do yard work. So the neighbors got, yeah. hey, this guy's scamming the neighborhood. And uh, realizing what happened, the cop ended up buying the guy, uh, the kid, a, a PlayStation uh, for you know, to show him that not all fucking people are, you know, ridiculously scared. I call it scared, fearful. Uh, who knows? A lot of this shit now, people are all fucked up. They, they don't know what to think anymore. Can't trust the news. Me, you can't trust what. Uh, yeah, that made me so. cry. Man. I don't know if I got a lot of estrogen now because I'm getting older. But yeah, I, I cry and shit like that, man. I, I'm. Thank you for showing me that, that I, you sent me the video and you know, I cried like a little bitch, man, because I'm getting up there in age. And so when I see sensitive yeah. stuff, I, I watch a lot of news. In fact, this is the most news I've experienced being on your show, man. Wow. I don't I don't watch it. I read my Bible and I watch cops beat up people on, on YouTube. But other than that, <laughs> I don't watch shit. So, yeah, man, that was a beautiful news story. I'm glad we should have more news like that. Very nice. It should be, you know, it's a great story, uh, you know, yeah. uh, you know, and, to, and to me, I wanted to talk about the Chinese guy real quick. I wrote a joke. Yeah. He told me the, the Chinese oh, yeah, okay. guy, he dropped oh, his, uh, yeah, the let me Chinese write. guy dropped his pants. Okay. I'll let you bring it yeah. in. You got it. Well, yeah, the, uh, this is actual singer detained for dropping his shorts on stage. He's Chinese. He didn't take his underwear off. He's not crazy. Yes. Uh, <laughs> oh, okay. at a festival yeah, in China's know, city of rock. You know what his name was? I researched no. it. His real name, I swear, I'm not bad. His name was Ding. Everybody Ding. saw Ding's dog. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Everybody saw Ding. His real name is Ding. I'm not bullshit. And check, when I read the story on CNN, his name is Ding. And uh, yes. now he's going to change his name to Ding-a-ling. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Ding-a-ling. Well, oddly enough, <laughs> if you want to be scientific about this, uh, Sean, if you want to be scientific about it, if his name is Ding, Ding is a... Ding is not a protrusion, it's an intrusion, meaning an innie, not an outie. So if your car got dinged, it doesn't like bulb out, it bulbs in. So they didn't actually see his oh. dingling. So you, we may have to oh. name him Ding Listing, Ding like Ding, oh. Dingy, 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 you know, Dingy No Dong. You know, so <laughs> I, have, I will pay the counter, I will be the, uh, you know, Saturday Night Live, Jane, you ignorant slut, point counterpoint on that story. Oh, so, my God. all right. Well, that was great. Um, oh, all right. Oh, um, all right. Let's do, let's associate. We're going to wrap the show up. Let's associate oh. the game of wordplay, word associate. I'm going to say uh, five words, uh, uh, basically all words uh, in this case. And you tell me the first thing that comes to mind or thought or story or, and uh, that's it. Not, nothing. There's no yeah. wrong answer. In other words, Mr. Grant, uh, are you ready? Yes, sir. Satisfying. Uh, the first word is satisfying. 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 Definitely. Uh, an applause break. Love to hear mm. people uh, get together, laugh, and then applaud. Not just myself, but anytime it happens at a comedy show, whether it's for me or for another performer, it's the most, because all these people clapping and doing that didn't plan it. They did it together. And uh, it's, it's proof to me that the soul exists, because that is the combining. 
to be able to make people do that all at once together is proof that we have a soul that can be connected through laughter. Beautifully said. And yeah, th that is amazing, right? When people ask me why I do this, it's f those moments like where, where you say something and, and just ev like you said, collectively, everybody is in agreement. And, you know, everybody's in that moment of like, this is where we're at all together. Couldn't say any better. All right. Our next word is proficiency. Ooh, proficiency. Uh, yeah, I, I like, uh, you know what? That makes me think of just being on time. Okay. I don't like uh, people who don't respect people's time. Get there early. Okay. If you can be there yeah. early, why not? Okay. Jesus woke up early. Moses got up early. Abraham got up early. Get up early. Be there early. Be on time. Respect time. That's all you got. I, I, I couldn't agree more. And like you were saying earlier about, you know, as a comic, a professional, professionals develop proficiency in certain characters yes. and behaviors, meaning, meaning, you don't, you know, you're not just doing something because you're thinking of doing it. You're doing it right. because it comes naturally to you. You become proficient in something because you've done it so much. And it's, it's a secret. Like proficiency is right up there with uh, continuity, like, you know, doing something right. all the time, doing it right and kind of profit develops proficiency. I love that type of uh, stuff. Dude, Our next word is, um, uh, respect. 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 Yeah. What do I think? What I think of respect? Yeah, man. Respect. Uh, res uh, I guess everything's comedy because I'm talking to Dougie right here. But yeah, man. Respect <laughs> the light. Respect. <laughs> which also goes for time. But respect. Yeah. Respect. Uh, you know, have respect for whatever venue it is that you're in or whatever it is your endeavor in life. Respect it enough to research it if it's comedy, if it's something else. Don't think that uh, this microwave success that they're selling you is real. Uh, you can maybe get a bunch of views or a bunch of stuff at one time or through some, you know, stroke of luck. But to be able to sustain and to really make a mark in this business over a long period of time, respect it and respect the game, respect yourself and, and work hard. Absolutely. All right. Uh, two more words. Uh, tolerance. 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 Yeah. Um, I, I don't, I can't eat, uh, I can't tolerate certain foods, man. Uh, my, at this age, if I eat cheese <laughs> yeah. uh, or anything, uh, I just, oh my, I can feel my stomach. Like, yeah, I have a low tolerance for anything that's not uh, like the five. So you can't eat like pizza? Eat. You can't oh, eat pizza? Oh man, no, no. I mean, I, I, no. I, I'll do it, but I'll have my tums first. Like I have to, and oh, I have okay. these chewable Is candy it? tums. Got you. Because there's there's a coping mechanism, and our last word is uh, deservant. Deservant, deservant. You, uh, you, Dougie, are deserving of all the praise. I thank you for showing me and showing a lot of guys the way to consistency, man. And and I love what you're doing with the podcast, and I'm glad it inspired me to find one because I love how you found your own angle. It's not the show that you do is different than any other show I've been on. And you're deserving of all the praise. I found that my own lane with the Bible study thing, and it's, it took me a while because mm -hmm. I was like, "What do I like?" And I love how you merge what you like, news with comedy, and and getting to know your own fellow comics. So thank you for making me be part of that, man. You deserve praise. Yeah, man, absolutely great dude, man. Always been, and uh, uh, hold you in my highest regards, my friend. That's uh, you are deserving of that respect and honor. So uh, everybody, uh, where can they find you, Sean? Where can uh, comics and uh, or fans find you and get more of you? 
Yes, guys, follow me. Uh, I have a website, SeanGrant.net. You can also follow me on Instagram at I am Sean Grant and some other stuff. But also follow at Comedian Bible Study. This week, Jeff Dye uh, joins me. Uh, we have the pre-recorded episode, but on the IG Live, which I allow, which I get to do live with my buddies around the country, I'm having the always dangerous Dougie Almeida, uh, and that's going to be IG Live um, on Wednesday. Uh, August 1st, but it'll be replayed on the Community Bible Study page, so you can always go back and check it out. Cool. Uh, and it'll be also on StreamYard, Facebook, and, and YouTube Live as well. So, yeah! There we go. Well, that's it, guys. Uh, that's it. Uh, that's our show for today. I want to thank Sean Grant for joining us today, of course, and please check him out. Uh, me, of course, I'm at Funny Fiduciary on Twitter and on Instagram. I mean, on uh, 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 Twitter. Twitter and uh, TikTok. Yeah, about IG, I'm at Dougie Dangerous, so please go there. I got to be in Florida next week. I'm going to be on August 9th. I'm going to be at the Turtle Tavern headlining that room. 10th, 11th, and 12th, I'm going to be at Gregory's Comedy Club in Cocoa Beach. Go to DougieAlmeida.com for more dates. Going to be in Helium in St. Louis. I think it's the 17th of August through the uh, 20, not the 19th, 20, whatever. It's the 17th, 18th, 19th in Helium in St. Louis, uh, opening for Steve Chirino. Thanks, guys, so much. God bless. Stay well. And we'll be back in a couple weeks with Steve, with uh, actually Steve Mudflap McGrew and Brian Dunkelman. See you then.